And she loves doing a selfie and she goes like, <laughs> Eleanor's daughter is 18 months old. This is actually at her nursery when we're putting. Aww. Today, Eleanor says they've got a brilliant relationship, but a fortnight after the birth, things were difficult. Looking back, I can see um, signs. So one of the biggest ones now is that I just stopped taking any photos or videos, so I have a bit of a gap um, there. Um, and then I started, my mood started to change. Um, I started to feel quite low. Um, I was sleeping a lot and it, in hindsight it wasn't just to catch up on sleep, it was to avoid the feelings I was feeling. Um, I didn't want to be in the same room as my daughter. Up to one in five women experience a mental health condition during pregnancy or the following year, but that can take many forms. The biggest and most distressing symptom for me was intrusive thoughts. What were those intrusive thoughts saying? What was that experience like? They were quite violent thoughts of purposefully harming my baby. Um, and I was like imagining myself doing the thing, those things, um, which was beyond scary. I would say maybe a less scary one that I would share would be around um, pushing the push, my pushchair and walking down a hill and having um, a thought about letting go of the pushchair. Um, and I, I wasn't convinced that I wasn't going to do it. Eleanor had suffered from depression before becoming pregnant. She'd been proactive about seeking support during pregnancy and asked for help from her mental health midwife as soon as the intrusive thoughts started. She asked me about what I was experiencing and she listened and she didn't judge, she wasn't shocked. There was no discomfort from her part, so I felt it was a safe place and a safe um, person to speak to. And that changed every, everything. The consequences of not getting support can be serious and the risk of the worst outcome is rising. In 2020, women were three times more likely to die by suicide during pregnancy or the six weeks afterwards compared to the three years previously. While the absolute numbers remain small, the trend is significant. Researchers were so worried they even brought forward the latest audit of maternal deaths. In 2016, the UK government pledged a revolution in mental health services, and there has been significant improvements since then. This map from 2015 ranked services according to a kind of traffic light system. All the areas in red had no specialist maternal mental health services at all. Those in pink had just one member of staff. Compare that to new data from the Maternal Mental Health Alliance, seen here for the first time. Now, almost the entire UK is at least yellow, having some form of specialist multidisciplinary provision. Everything in green also meets standards set by the Royal College of Psychiatrists. You can see there is still a significant disparity between nations. In Northern Ireland, for instance, two out of five areas have no specialist multidisciplinary team, and there's still no mother and baby unit for mums who need inpatient mental health care. Is that a good enough service in 2023? I don't think any of them are good enough for 2023. I think we've made fantastic progress in the last, particularly in the last sort of 10 years, uh, but I think all those services need to expand and there need to be mother and baby units everywhere. A spokesperson for Northern Ireland's Department of Health said all five trusts have appointed staff to their community perinatal mental health teams and all are accepting referrals. Work is underway to identify a location for a mother and baby unit.
Even in England, the nation with the most comprehensive care, the NHS doesn't appear to be on track to meet the goals it set for this year. Only around half of trusts are so far providing care from preconception to two years after birth, or offering partners support. Freedom of information requests Newsnight collected from more than 20 perinatal mental health services around England show that what support a family gets depends greatly on where they live. In Nottinghamshire, for example, almost 90% of appointments are face-to-face. -face. In Oxford, around two-thirds are held remotely. There are different reasons for rejecting referrals too. In East London, more than 20 women were turned away from specialist support last year due to limited capacity. And while in some places the average waiting time between referral and appointment is 11 days, in Kettering, more than one in five women has to wait more than three months. For mums like Eleanor who urgently need support, that can feel like a lifetime. It needs to be as quick as possible because it's not just about the patient who is struggling, it's about the vulnerable human being that they've just brought into the world. All nations have set aside more money for this area of healthcare. The problem is that funding isn't always spent. In England, almost three quarters of areas forecast an underspend in 2022. UK wide, over 15 million pounds allocated wasn't spent. Recruitment was the biggest problem. Either teams didn't have enough confidence in the funding to hire or staff just weren't available. I know that we've seen some progress, but we are at risk of stalling, if not going backwards, because the money isn't actually reaching where it is intended. But we know it comes down to leadership, leadership from government, leadership from the NHS, leadership from the Department of Health uh, and NHS England together that uh, combined that can make a difference. It's miles better now. I have a brilliant relationship with my daughter. We have a really good bond. I do still sometimes struggle with elements of my postnatal depression. So, for instance, intrusive thoughts. So at the moment, I don't bath my daughter by myself. Um, I have a plan in place to get to that point, but I am fully aware of how well I need to look after myself and what I need to do um, to look after myself. Eleanor has built a strong support network of professionals and other mums. Nationally, despite the progress, campaigners stress there's no room for complacency because when the right care is provided, the impact on mothers and their families is clear.